This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Foundations, a weekly programme brought to you by the Reformed Church of Christchurch. Hello, I'm Esther Smith. For many people, Christmas is a time of rejoicing and celebration, a time of being with family and counting your blessings. But for others, it's a time of pain or worry. So when all the presents and good food are stripped away from Christmas, what is it all about? What is there to rejoice about? Here's Hendrik now to talk about this further. The Christmas season is usually considered to be a time for celebration and feasting. A time of happiness. A time for the Christmas spirit to come out. Peace on earth and goodwill toward men. Dig the halls and all that. But now, perhaps you believe that you personally do not have any reason to celebrate during this Christmas season. You have concerns about the future. Worries that weigh you down and make it impossible for you to feel festive. You're worried about the way your kids are turning out. Or about whether you'll be laid off from your job, or whatever. These worries get in the way of the joy of Christmas. Or perhaps you are going through some difficult struggle in your life that makes it impossible to get in the mood for Christmas. You struggle against some form of addiction in your life that you just can't seem to shake, no matter how hard you try. Or you struggle with grief. Maybe you struggle with some sort of emotional or even spiritual problem. Whatever your struggle may be, you believe that it doesn't allow for you to know the joy of Christmas. Perhaps you are filled with a bitterness in your heart that gets in the way of your feeling any sort of goodwill toward other people. You're angry at somebody. You believe he has done you wrong. This bitterness is like a cancer on your soul, making it difficult, if not impossible, for you to feel true joy during this Christmas season. Christmas time is not always peaches and cream for everyone. It's not always the festive time that we might think it should be, or that we might hope it would be. Given this reality, it's good for us to be reminded of why it is indeed possible that we can rejoice during this Christmas season. Alright, why can we rejoice? Well, it's not because of presents and yummy meals and such things. It's not a matter of being able to take time off work. No, as refreshing as such customs are, they're not at the heart of why we can rejoice. You know, there's a verse in the Bible, Zechariah 2 verse 10, that gets to the heart of why we can rejoice during this Christmas season, and why we can rejoice throughout the whole year, in fact. The verse reads, Shout and be glad, O daughter of Zion, for I am coming and I will live among you, declares the Lord. For I am coming and I will live among you. 
I will dwell with you. This is the promise of God to those who believe in him. God is with us. God is living among us. What a wonderful promise. And we can see how that promise has been fulfilled in Jesus Christ. The promise contained in Zechariah 2 verse 10 was written centuries before Jesus was born. It was a promise that looked forward to the first Christmas. It was fulfilled when Jesus Christ was conceived in the womb of the Virgin Mary and was born in a stable near Bethlehem. He was and always will be Almighty God and He came to live among us as one of us. My friend, think about how amazing it is that Jesus Christ would live among us, that He would dwell with us. He was eternal God, but He entered time and stayed with us for a time. The infinite God entered space and lived on this planet. That's no small matter. It's rather humbling, in fact. And He suffered through the humility of having a body formed in a womb for nine months and being born in an animal shelter. And then the Almighty King of creation grew up like a normal human being. Now, why did Jesus do this, come to live among us? Well, believe it or not, he came in order that he might die. Die, that is, people might live. Jesus was more than willing to endure the humiliation of living among us as one of us, because he wanted to do what was necessary to save his people by dying on the cross and paying the punishment for their sins. You know, some people think that Jesus Christ came to earth simply so that he could teach us a few good things. Teach us how to live a good life. Teach us how to love others. They think Christ came to dwell with us simply to be a good example for us to follow. Now, of course, the teachings of Jesus are important. And he was the ultimate example to follow. But this doesn't get to the heart of why Jesus Christ came on that first Christmas. He lived on earth so that those who believe in him, who know him as their Lord and Savior, can live with him by having their sins forgiven. Thanks be to God for his awesome mercy and grace. But now, having considered how Christ has come and lived among us at the time of his first coming, we have to realize that this is not the end of the matter. The promise contained in Zechariah 2 verse 10 that I read a little bit earlier has had a past fulfillment. But there is also a future fulfillment which has yet to take place. God will yet come. Christ is yet coming. And he will dwell with his people forever following the second coming of Jesus Christ. Consider the awesome truth in Revelation chapter 21. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them, and be their God. 
What a beautiful summary of what eternal life will be like. This is what Christians look forward to. This is also what they celebrate during the Christmas season. My friend, Christmas is not just about the first coming of Christ that has already happened. It is also about His second coming that has yet to take place. At the end of history, as we will know it. Truly, Christians have every reason to sing and rejoice during the Christmas season and beyond. Oh, this is not to say that Christians have no problems. There will continue to be struggles. But when the Christian's struggles overwhelm him to the point where he believes he is unable to experience any joy whatsoever, then he doesn't truly appreciate what the promise of God is all about. I am coming and I will live among you. My friend, are you a Christian? If you are, you will know true joy, knowing that God has made his dwelling among you. If God has made his dwelling in you, if you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, trusting in him alone for your salvation, if it is your desire to live for him in thankfulness for all he has done for you, then your heart will sing with joy. Thanks be to the God who lives among his people and will live with them forever. You're listening to Foundations on Plains FM 96.9. Today you've heard Hendrik Barker reading edited material written by Reverend Jim Klasinger. There are many stories of people coming from insignificant and obscure little places in the world and rising to greatness. Please join us next Sunday at 10am or 10.30pm when we'll be considering one such story. For now though, on behalf of the Foundation's team, goodbye. You can contact the Foundation's team by sending an email to foundationsonplanes at gmail.com. Join us for worship on Sunday at the Reformed Church of Christchurch. Our services are at 10.30am and 5pm at 63 Cornwall Street. Mm-hmm.